In the last installment of this episode, Jimmy Dean Kane had saved a man's life. And this portion takes place later, after the occasion where Jimmy gave Caroline a massage after one of their little exercise sessions. Cole Bowden rocks up in the evening time, 9 or 10 o'clock at night after his class is done. And Caroline and Jimmy are at the Keen house watching a movie together. They're both on the sofa. They're near one another. Jimmy's got his arm on the back of the sofa behind her, but they're not, like, snuggling against one another. They're just enjoying one another's company. But Cole knows Jimmy well enough. He sees a certain thing on his face. And so he joins the party, but with the full understanding that he's kind of sort of the third wheel, at least in his own mind. Caroline's wearing the Depeche Mode t-shirt again, although she's put a bra underneath it. Depeche Mode. I like that. Yeah, thanks. I, I, um, I saw them live on this tour. Oh, really? Yeah. She says she snuck in. I'm oh, sorry. Is it okay if I told him that? <laughs> yeah. And then she, uh, she got the t-shirt later at the thrift store. Really? Serendipity. Later, Caroline actually falls asleep on the sofa towards the end of the movie. Cole goes outside to smoke a cigarette and Jimmy goes with him. They're sitting together on the patio. (sighs) Jimmy just sighs wistfully and Cole is aware of what's going on, so he decides to ask. So did you, um... Ask this woman out on a date? Oh my god, no. Really? Because, I mean, that is where this is moving towards, correct? No, I don't, I doubt it. Really? Yeah, what, I can't just be nice to a woman? I didn't say that. I just said I thought there was mutual interest here. I don't know. Well... I don't know what I know. I'm certainly not a relationship expert, particularly with women, but I would say there's every suggestion of mutual interest here. So if you choose not to act on that, then that is solely and explicitly your choice. Yeah, okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Then listen, yes. I never envisioned that I would be giving Jimmy Keen lady advice. So before you even say it, <laughs> I wouldn't. I appreciate your advice, because... Because I don't think... I don't think this is my type of girl. Cole's eyebrows furrow a little bit, and he slowly turns his whole head to look at Jimmy. Should I? Well, I'm going to ask, but I'm a little bit concerned to actually hear the answer. Why do you say that? Why not? (sighs) 
Jimmy rests his elbows on his knees and puts his head in his hands. She's never going to want me. She is a thoroughly decent person, Cole. She is never going to want me. Do you really think so? Yeah, I really think so. Have you asked her? No, of course not. No. Then you can't know. No, I know. Okay. She would never want me if she knew what I've done. Okay. Maybe. Maybe not. I don't like lying to her. Have you lied to her? No, I mean by omission. It kind of has to be like that, you know. Yes. Witness protection. Right, so... But I mean, I told you. I would tell her. But if I did that, if I told her anything, then it risks... Fucking the whole thing up, and I don't want to do that. It was really nice. Like, our friendship is really nice. And I could be happy like this. I could be happy with what we have for for as long as we have it, you know. I don't have to push it. Well, that's very generous, and I would say decent of you. But you do want more, Right? Yeah, I could really handle that, honestly. I, uh... I gave her a back massage, and, uh... Oh my god, dude. Her skin is so soft. And I just... I really had to hold myself back, you know? I just wanted to... He makes a motion with his hands. It's very, um... Edifying. Yeah. But I did. I restrained myself. I didn't act like a fucking creep. I didn't do anything weird. I didn't overstep anything. You know, it was perfect. And she gave me a back massage in return. It was lovely. Incredible. And, um, yeah, I really could <laughs> really could have handled just taking her clothes off and but I didn't and I was happy enough you know satisfied enough and if that's what I have to do and to keep her happy too then that's what I'll do and it doesn't bother me oh doesn't it it fucking bothers me Okay, but it bothers me because of what it means about me. The fact that I did this shit to begin with. So I'm the type of man that a decent woman is never gonna... He's gotta put a hand over his mouth and look away. Cole puts his cigarette into his left hand, reaches his right hand over, puts it on Jimmy's back. James.
Jimmy still won't look at him getting himself together. I'm not trying to say I feel sorry for myself or anything, because I don't. You know, I'm past that point. But... Sometimes you know how you never know you want something until you want it. And, um... This is one of those things. James. Yeah, what? You don't know until you know. But I was telling you that I know. But I'm telling you that you don't. So what do you suggest? You think I should just spill the whole beans? And risk fucking it up? I don't know. That's a decision you need to make, but... I'm suggesting that perhaps you have certain limiting beliefs both about yourself and about her. Maybe. You're not as bad of a man as you think you are. (sighs) Really? Yeah. You and I have both met some of the worst men on this earth. At least the ones that have been caught and prosecuted for their actions. I would say that you're a far sight better than most of them. Would you agree? I don't know, I met one or two guys in there that were alright. Right. One or two guys. And what did those guys do? Well, one of them, nothing. More, I think, and I know you think, is completely innocent. Yes, absolutely. And what of the other one? Ones. Murder? Yes. And what have you done? Jimmy turns to look at him. You don't have to say it out loud. Jimmy closes his eyes and looks away again. There's a difference between justified and unjustified. Correct. These decent men that you met that committed murder, were their crimes justified or unjustified? I don't fucking know. Right. They're in prison. At Angola. Does that suggest anything to you? I don't know. Okay. Do you really not know, or is that rhetorical? I... Ah. I'm sorry. It's okay. I like talking to you, because I like like to challenge myself, you know? (laughs) Um, thanks, and you're welcome. 
Jimmy's still just rubbing his face. I'm also saying that whatever you have done, might have done, how decent you might or might not be, I suspect that Caroline might be able to see past all of that and see you like I do. Shit, man, that's a dream, right? (laughs) I was about to say, you know, if only you were a woman, but then I realized it sounded bad. Um, yeah, a little. I, I would have tried not to take it the wrong way because I know you, but... I mean, if I was a woman... We would still have certain fundamental incompatibilities because we technically want different things, right? But I'm saying I don't think I'm the only one. I don't believe that I'm that exemplary. I have certain levels of training that allow me to articulate certain types of insight that others might not, but I'm hardly the originator of these ideas or the only one who holds these principles yeah I mean I think you're hot shit but (laughs) thank you Jimmy yeah I don't know I don't want to pin my hopes on it too hard you know well Yeah, that's probably fair. I think it's safe to say that you've been through a certain amount of disappointment in your life, and I can understand why you'd want to mitigate that for yourself in the future, but there's also something that I believe you might have told me. Nothing ventured, nothing gained. Did I tell you that? You could have. I know I've heard it elsewhere, but I think you've actually directly said that to me. And maybe it sounds like some shit I'd say. Something else I believe you've probably said, if not to me. Fortune favors the bold. (laughs) That's dangerous advice. It can be. But I don't know. Jimmy. Jimmy. I'm an expert on these things. And I'll tell you as many times as I need to that I think you're a decent man. And I think you're better than you believe yourself to be. You deserve and are capable of better things than you even understand. And that's why you're my best friend. Thank you. And that's why you're mine. Jimmy smiles. Kind of sad, but he's touched too. He leans his head over, rubs it against Cole's shoulder. You're a real G. (laughs) Yeah, I hear that all the time. All right, well, I don't 
don't know what I'm going to do with this information, but I'm glad that you imparted it to me. Uh, it means something to know you believe in me, even when I don't. Of course. And you know that if you ever do cross a line, I'll tell you. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I, I tell you this shit. Because you're like the angel on my shoulder, you know? <laughs> um, I guess I'll take that. Yeah. Cool, yeah, you should. Who's the devil? Oh, easy. Dane Carney. Is it strange that you refer to yourself in the third person? I'm not that guy anymore. Literally. I mean, in every possible way, I don't know. I don't know, I guess not every possible way. I got a different name and everything, and I'm really going with that. Right. And who did some of the terrible things that you still hold yourself accountable for? Me. Cole looks at him inquisitively. Dean Carney. Me. Shit. <laughs> I love watching you have some kind of psychological epiphany. You love trapping me with my own words. Yes, they're not mutually exclusive. <laughs> You're smarter than me, and I need that in my life. Well, I don't know whether that's true or not, but I will gratefully accept the compliment and take it for what it's worth. Yeah, good, you should. Hey, look. Thank you. You're welcome.